Welcome back to the Project Gen X Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Alan Smith, along with... I'm the other guy, Big Dave. And this episode here in deep into Oktoberfest, we are doing another one of Dave's favorite properties ever of all time. (laughs) Go ahead and introduce. It's the Nightmare Before Christmas. It's the wonderful movie that you can watch at both Halloween and Christmas. Yes, you can. Mm -hmm. So... Um, so yeah, this actually is the 30th anniversary. Yep. It was released October 29th, 1993. I have a hard time believing it's been that long. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I know. Um, there was a lot of hype around this movie when it was released. It was a big deal. Of course, Tim Burton, you know, had been come, had come off of, uh, Edward Scissorhands, you know, a couple of years prior to this. And, you know, also, you know, you had. Beetlejuice, you know, a few years prior to that, and um, Pee Wee's Pee Wee's Big Adventure, yep. and he had done, um, uh, he had worked on, um, oh, what was it? Dub, 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 dub. He did Big Big Top Pee Wee also, right? I think so. Yeah, I think that came out before this, if I'm not mistaken. I can never get my timelines right on those Pee Wee movies. It sounds correct, but don't quote me. Yeah, so he he had don't ever quote me. <laughs> no. He had some, you know, some clout running into it. Yeah. Here's the thing. This is not a Tim Burton movie. Well, no, it was directed by someone else. Rick, um, I should know this off the top of my head. Uh, Yeah, Tim Burton produced this movie. Well, it was, he wrote it and... He produced. Produced it, but it was based off a poem that he had written a number of years earlier. Uh, In fact, he had written the poem back in 82. Okay. That makes sense. While he was working as an animator at Walt Disney. Henry Selleck. Yes. Um, Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm pulling up all the the facts on that. Anyway, uh, yeah, so, yeah, Henry Selleck directed this. It is a very Tim Burton movie. There are, yeah, I mean, again, going through, you start looking at Danny Elfman and Catherine O'Hara. Yep. And um, should should I just go ahead and go through? Well, you know, it's, it's, um, you so that stuff you have William Hickey and Glenn Shaddix and you had, Paul you, Rubens. You had Chris Sarandon as the speaking voice. Right. Danny Elfman as is the actually the voice. singing I know. voice for, for Jack, Jack Skellington. Skellington. And then you had Catherine, uh, Catherine, Catherine O'Hara. Thank you. Yes. And she plays Sally as well as yeah, they Shock. All, they all do multiple voices for the. You know, William Hickey's Doctor Finkelstein. Mm-hmm. Glenn Shaddix is the mayor of Halloween Town. If Better you're not, known as Otho from from Beetlejuice. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had Ken Page as Oogie Boogie. Uh, he's also a musician that mm-hmm. you should probably go check out. You had Ed Ivory as Santa Claus and Paul Rubens as Locke. Right. And Frank. 
Welker as Zero. Frank Welker was in this? Yes, he I was Zero. Frank, oh, wow. Frank, he was the dog. He was the dog. Oh, don't forget uh, Greg Proops. Right. Uh, did uh, the Harley Quinn demon because he... Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Patrick Stewart actually recorded the narration for the prologue and epilogue. Oh, that was Patrick Stewart. Okay. Yep. So, um, I'm going to let you steer this for a minute. Okay. So, you basically have... Halloween Town. Halloween Town. To Halloween Town. You're introduced to Halloween Town, and they are in full celebration, and they are in the throes of actually wrapping up the holiday mm-hmm. and finishing up, and there's a big song and talking about Halloween this Town. This is Halloween. Which, I love the music from this. Okay? Oh, yeah. I love the music and we'll from get, this. Okay? We'll get into that. But that's the, you know, your opening number is This is Halloween, yeah. and which is great. And that's where you're introduced to Jack Skellington, the Pumpkin King, mm-hmm. who's kind of the one who organizes all the Halloween celebrations for Halloween Town. And... As they're wrapping down, he is trying to escape from the crowd. He's wanting to get away from everybody because he's pretty much fed up with the whole doing the same thing every year. Yeah, and he wants you know, something. He's, he's caught. He's stuck in a rut. Right. You know, it's him. And he goes out for a walk through the cemetery and on into the woods beyond the cemetery, where he finds the sacred circle of Halloween trees. Not or not Halloween, Halloween it's the holiday, holiday trees. trees. Yes. And it's like Easter and St. Patrick's Day yeah. and Thanksgiving and Christmas is one yeah. of them. And something happens and Christmas opens up and sucks him and Zero into the tree. Mm-hmm. He ends up over in Christmas Town where he has all this discovery of all this new stuff and this white stuff that's falling from the sky and the candy and everybody's happy and there's no scares. And he's like, I want to do this. So he decides this is what he's going to do. So he collects a bunch of samples and takes it back to Halloween Town and borrows some gear from Dr. Finkelstein Mm -hmm. to start doing experiments to figure out how he can take over Christmas. Did he really want to take yes. over Christmas, or did he just want to do Christmas? He went as well. I'm like, like, basically, I don't. Okay, go ahead. Okay, that's fine. Go ahead. Go ahead. Keep going. It, we'll, it, we'll come back and discuss it, this. It felt like he wanted to kind of take it over and do something different. Okay. Well, he's trying to explain it to the citizens of Halloween Town, and of course, they're full on Halloween, and mm-hmm. they're not getting it. Mm-mm. And they're not getting it. And he keeps trying to re-explain it in different ways. And they're not getting it. And he's like, fine. It's Sandy Claus. Let's <laughs> give the people what they want. Exactly. And he builds this terrifying story of the leader of Christmastown called Sandy Claus. Mm-hmm. And so he puts the townspeople to work building Christmas. Mm-hmm. As only Halloween Town can build Christmas. Mm-hmm. And it's presents full of shrunken heads and cats and everything else. Mm-hmm. And Possessed dolls and yeah. 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 And he starts building. He gets Sally to kind of build him a Santa Claus suit. And at some point, he sends the three most mischief makers in Halloween Town. The trick-or-treaters, yes. Who actually has more loyalty to the town's bad guy, mm-hmm. Oogie Boogie, mm-hmm. than they do to... T- to Jack 
And he sen- he specifically tells them, do not get Oogie Boogie involved in this. Yeah. And he sends them over to Lock, Shock, and Barrel to go over to Christmastown and get Sandy Claus. Sandy Claus. To which they wind up going and capturing the Easter Bunny instead. Yeah. <laughs> they bring back the Easter Bunny, and he has to tell them to take the Easter Bunny back and go to this other one and get mm-hmm. Santa Claus. Well, they finally bring him back. Problem is, they don't take him to Jack Skellington. They take him to Oogie Boogie. They brought him to Skellington first. Yeah. And then they took him away to hold him. Yeah. And then they took him. To, that's when they took him to Oogie Boogie. Oogie Boogie. Mm-hmm. Who's just the worst bad guy ever. And, of course, Jack goes and does Christmas, and it's a complete nightmare, and the military basically gets involved and shoots him out of the sky. Mm -hmm. And he realizes the errors of his ways, and he hopes there's time to fix it, and he basically opens up a grave and slips through it to Halloween Town and has to go and rescue Santa and Sally mm-hmm. from Oogie Boogie and get everything back the way it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And it's a happy ending. Mm-hmm. And Jack ends up with a new girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Finkelstein builds him another new person mm-hmm. for himself. It's just a great little movie. I watched this last night. You're not a big fan. I watched I this in full for the first time in thirty years. Thirty years, honestly. I, I had, I, I saw it. I didn't even see it in theaters. I saw it once it hit VHS. So it, it's less than thirty yeah. years ago. And I sat down and watched it, and I was not in, that impressed with it. But several times over the years, I've gone back to it because I always like the aesthetic of this. Yeah, I always. Even last night was. I love the aesthetic of this. Absolutely. I have many times, like I said over the years, put it on, mm-hmm. and one of two things happened. Yeah. Either I fell asleep okay. and, and didn't finish, finish washing it, it. Yeah. or it was on, and I wound up doing something else while it was on, and all of a sudden I turned around and it was over. Yeah. I did not realize this movie is only an hour and 16 minutes long until last night. Yeah, it's not that long. I was like, wow, this is really short. Yeah. Thank God it's that short. <laughs> <laughs> is this going to be another Godfather episode? There is a lot here that I like. Mm-hmm. There is a lot here that I believe there is tremendous potential. Okay. For a really good movie. Okay. But it's got the Tim Burton problem. <laughs> here we go. It's all style over substance. <laughs> Every bit of it. <laughs> I don't know that that's exactly true. It is. With it this. is. Okay. Come on. Let me get to one very specific thing in this. Okay. Welcome to Alan Ruins Yet Another One of David's Films. I understand why people love this movie. Okay. In 30 years, I have tried to love this movie many times, and I just can't do it. <laughs> I do love the music, though. I'll straight up tell you, because Danny Elfman. Oh, yeah. You know I mean? It's, I love the music. Absolutely love it. And we'll come back to that because there's something else. Oh, really yeah. Cool. That's there's why something I, really cool That's later. why I keep saying yeah. we'll come back to yeah, that. Yeah, because there is something else really cool that happens later. Yeah. Um, here, okay. Jack and Sally. Yes. Okay. Tell me why Jack and Sally are together. 
Well, Sally's had a crush on Jack forever, and she's been trying to get his attention for a while. Um, basically, Jack fails, and Sally picks him up. Yeah. There is almost no interaction between them throughout this entire movie. There's a little interaction. You get a minute or two at most I in mean, between the, here and there. There's but, the I mean, whole but, scene where she's building the Santa suit. But there me. is no interaction between them that substantiates them being together at the end. Yes, we know that she kind of has... Uh, or She's intrigued by him, if nothing else, but it's still... There is... No story here other than, oh, we have Jack, we have Sally. Of course, they're going to wind up at the end. It, I was just like, there, there is no story here for them to be be here. Mm-hmm. It's Again, I want to love this movie. I want to. I so, want to so bad. So love the movie. I, no, I can't because it doesn't give me anything to love other than the music. <laughs> I know. I know. The pictures of you and you know dressed as Jack Skellington in the Santa's outfit. I know. We won first place that year. I know. Well, we and, did and that. Awesome. But I'll tell you something. I really did not remember about this movie. Okay. They really sexualized Sally in this. Do they? Oh, yeah. Do you remember how she distracts Oogie Boogie? Well, she undoes her leg. Right, but it comes, it, it, it's that whole, and he's like, oh, yeah. You know, well, yeah. You know Ty, he, it's just like, wow, they really sexualize her in this. The way that they mean, like, there, there, are, there are certain markers of, you know, she's got, she's wearing, like, pretty high heels and she's got these really tiny feet and i mean it, it's just there, there are just there, there's stuff in here that i was like this is a little uncomfortable for me <laughs> and, i think you might be making a little more out no of it no than, no because i kept because i kept asking myself that all the way through it was like am i am i reading in more into this and then it was just more and more just kept getting put on I was uh, like, oh no i just no no also the whole thing with her and finkelstein where she keeps poisoning him where he keeps saying, you're mine, you belong to me, I made... I mean, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is veering over into some dark territory. Yeah. I mean, this is, you know, and I, I just, I don't know. I... He, okay, let me... Okay, this, 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 is, this is the things that I do whenever I watch movies and I find something. I'm like, wait a second. The holiday trees. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jack's in Halloween Town. Uh huh. He walks out of Jack, or he's walking. He's still in quote unquote Halloween Town, and walks into the circle of the holiday trees. Okay. Okay. Why would he not have walked out of a one of those trees into that circle of trees? We never that never happens. Okay. How do you know that it didn't happen? Because they didn't show it. That's how I know it didn't happen. He just walked all night and then winds up there, and it's like, wait a second, no. In order to get into that into that Halloween town, you would have had to, by their, by their metrics, you would have had to have gone through the tree. Okay? So. <laughs> I hate you so much. You never thought of that before, did you? No, I had. I just was, I was enjoying the movie for what it was and not trying to overthink it. I wasn't overthinking it. It was the first thing, like, I was like, wait a second. How did he just walk and wind up here? Because he would have had to gone through the tree. Because that's how he gets into Halloween Town, or into Christmas Town, you know that kind of stuff. And just like, Arr! 
Okay. Anyways, that's the stuff that, again. Maybe it's like being in a room that you're already in, and to go into another room, there's a door to get there. We never see him go through a door. He's already in the room. And then he goes through the door. But you have to. But to, to get how out do you know? Or you have. How to do you know through. that in Christmas Town that there's no door on, or no tree for Christmas Town on the other side? Because you never see I, the, it. Just the doors the, the, Town. again, you have to like do a lot of mental gymnastics to get there. If they all you had to do was just have him like walk, and then all of a sudden like walk through that Halloween door, that pumpkin door, and it's like, oh look, what is all this? I hate you. <laughs> You just have to try to learn. I'm not trying to do anything. I'm just, this is the stuff that I, again, it it goes back, like I've always said about Tim Burton. There are all these great visuals. You know, there are even some compelling characters. You know, there's some characters that are interesting, like, okay. But the thing is, is that's all you get, is you get this character that's interesting, but you're never given anything interesting about the character to actually build that character. Like there, there, there is nothing to build any of these characters here, other than like, oh no, he's the pumpkin king. Oh, she's Sally. She was, you know, this spot. It's like we don't get anything else beyond that. There's, there's nothing else about them that makes them spectacular, except for this is this person, this is this person. We don't have to go any deeper than that. And Tim Burton is does that, has done that through almost all of his movies. Over the, he, there's, there are a few exceptions. Okay, there, there are some exceptions to that rule. Beetlejuice being one of them. That, that's what I've always said about him. That it is all style over substance, and there are elements there that you could do something great with, but he's more, he is more concerned with giving you a stunning visual or a cool song or whatever it is than actually developing characters or telling an actual story, or it's just like, oh, I have this scene. This would be cool. Okay, we have this scene. Well, we don't really need anything. We just like stick them next to each other, and the people will figure it will. Okay, anything else about this that you would like to try to ruin for everybody (laughs) else? I'm not trying to ruin anything. I'm just telling you the facts, okay? (laughs) There's a reason why I have not loved this movie like so many other people. Let's be honest. So in our show notes, you'll see the emails <laughs> and social medias where you can get a hold of Alan and correct this behavior, possibly. The only reason. I'm going to really make some people mad when I say this, namely you. The only reason this movie has sustained its popularity is because of Hot Topic. Wrong? No, no. No, you're full of crap. No. Because that was the thing that when Hot Topic really went nationwide, they <sighs> leaned into the Nightmare Before Christmas stuff, and that was everything they had in there for the longest time. And no, it wasn't. <laughs> yes, it no, was. it wasn't. I know. I worked there when they were doing it. <laughs> I was getting ready to say all you get is a bunch of little goth kids, but it wasn't even goth. It was emo. You had a bunch of little emo kids that were into it. So. Why do I do this podcast with you? I think I'm just about done at this point. This may be the last Oktoberfest. Yeah, we have to finish Oktoberfest before you quit. So you, it's like, you keep going like this, you may not get an end. So um, I just I, I I want I I want to love this movie, but I can't. I just cannot. As I said, I love the music. And what was really cool was it was it no three was it the tenth anniversary something like that yeah that they 
did an album. It was it they was, asked different bands right. to come in and re-record, re-record their the music. version, of right? And like Marilyn Manson did this as Halloween, yeah. and, and there was some really cool stuff. That I was like, no, this is pretty awesome. Yeah, and it's well worth going and listening to. I mean, it is good. What's the name of the album? That's it's, what I was um, looking to see. Okay. Um, for the film's 2006 re-release, so I guess that would have been their 13th anniversary. Makes sense, I yeah. guess. Uh, for the re-release in Disney Digital 3D, a special edition of the soundtrack was released, a bonus disc, which contained covers of five of the film's songs by Fall Out Boy, Panic! at the Disco, Marilyn Manson, Fiona Apple, and She Wants Revenge. Yeah, um, and I think Fiona did Sally's song. Yeah, I know Marilyn Manson did This Is Halloween. Yeah. and But yeah, so it was a bonus with the the sound the, the soundtrack. Yeah. And it's really good. It's well worth going and listening to yeah. all of it. I'll tell you something else that I really that is Nightmare Before Christmas adjacent that I really like a okay. lot. In the early I forget what year it was, but in the early 2000s um you know Blink-182 had that song I Miss You. Yeah. That name drops you know, we'll have Halloween before Christmas, you know, we'll live like Jack and Sally. And you know, it's like, okay, yeah. I really like that song and the fact that it's like, okay, yeah, they're really like doing that whole millennials love this, yeah. you know? So it's, um, because it is right in their wheelhouse. They were right at the age to like yeah. this stuff. I know that Disney has leaned into this movie quite a bit. But no. When or it was Disney, a, the parks have. Well, when it was first released, Disney did not release it on Disney. No, they didn't. It was, it was not Disney's. No. A it Nightmare was, Before. It was uh, Touchstone. Touchstone, yeah. They released on Touchstone because they were afraid it was going to be too dark and right. scary for right. the kids. So they put it out on Touchstone. It wasn't until recent years that Disney Well, it's because it got popular. And, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, we'll just put Disney on this. Yeah. And they have reskinned the Haunted Mansion and, and their their Halloween stuff for Nightmare Before Christmas, you yeah. know, and, and which, good for them. You know, that's one of those things with, with Tim Burton. You know, he worked for Disney back in the early 80s. Yeah. And then he went off and did his own thing. And it was kind of one of those like, hey, we can bring this guy back into the fold because he's gone and done some other yeah. stuff. And I kind of liked seeing that. And, and honestly, I think they've taken Haunted Mansion back to Haunted Mansion with mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. release, the, the last two releases of Haunted Mansion movies. Yeah. So I have not seen either one of them. And I'm kind of wanting to see the new one. I I've think heard, it's already on Disney+. Plus. I've heard... I've heard good things about it. Okay things about that one. I, of course, that first one with Eddie Murphy, I had never heard anything that was, good about that was, it. I heard it was terrible and just... It, it yeah. was, it's it's kind of a fun popcorn rom. Right. And it's, that was one of those when that movie was released, because that was released pre-Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. And it, it didn't do well at the theaters, and no. everybody just kind of, you know, dumped on it. And it was like, so why is Pirates of the Caribbean going to be anything? And then because that first movie Johnny was... Depp. That first movie was pretty good. Yeah. And I've never understood any of them after that. So. Oh, <laughs> if it wasn't your house, I'd tell you to mm-hmm. get out. That was Pirates of the Caribbean was one of those. I really enjoyed that Curse of the Black Pearl, the first movie. Yeah. They could have just stopped there and, and just made this really good movie. But no, there was too much. You and didn't so like any of the rest I of them? I did not like any. I have not liked any of the rest of them. So I, I was just like, no, this is one of those where like Disney all of a sudden decided, hey, we, we can make money off of this. Please file your complaints. And they, <laughs> Disney, and they did what Disney does. They run stuff in the ground and just, I know there was talk about a sequel to Nightmare Before Christmas, and but Disney wanted to do it straight up animated rather than the stop motion. Yeah. 
And Tim Burton was like, no, we're not going to do that. We either do it that way. And so they just never did a sequel. And I know some people have said Corpse Bride. Well, I was is, about to get into yeah. that. So this is not the only stop animation no. thing that Burton's done. Right. And there's a fan theory that this is actually the last movie in a trilogy. Okay. Because you've got... This was the last movie or the first movie? The last movie. Because you've got Frankenweenie. Right. Which is about a boy. But that was a short to begin with. with. Let me go. Yeah. yeah, But it was a short, but they're saying that this is a three-part story. Mm. You've got the boy with his dog. Right. Who dies. Right. And he brings him back. And that's that and zero. Then it, yeah, and they, his name wasn't Zero. I forget what the name of the dog right. was in Frankenweenie. Well, it's Frankenweenie. Right. And then you have the corpse bride, mm-hmm. which is a boy that has a dog that falls in love. And then you get Nightmare Before Christmas, where you've got Jack Skellington, mm-hmm. the boy, with his dog, which is now Zero. And the fan theory is that, that that boy and the dog are all the same character mm. throughout. Sounds to me like Tim Burton is trying to work out some kind of past trauma with a dog or something. <laughs> the boy and his dog. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. But I kind of like the theory, you know, and I like Frank and Weenie. I'm not so much about Corpse Bride. Yeah. I have never seen either one of them. Frank, I've seen the, the original Frank and Weenie short. Yeah. From way back, yeah, that's that's the one we're talking. Yeah, about. but, but yeah. there was actually a Frank and Weenie movie, yeah. that came out back in the two thousands yeah. somewhere, and then around the somewhere either it was around the same time that Corpse Bride, like somewhere with yeah, the, he kind of a, filled it out yeah. a little bit, and you know, even movies like Coraline owe a lot to this, the way that you know, just the kind of feel to it and everything, um, even. Yeah. Um, Oh, what is that movie? I don't the know. The Box Trolls. Oh, yeah. Owes a lot to this. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's it, it's not it's not a one for one, but it's one of those like, well, if Nightmare Before Christmas didn't happen, this would have never this would have never happened. And uh uh but it, it well, if you're going to go that far, you've kind of got to go back to that British stock motion um is it Ed and Grom? Oh, you're talking about um uh, Wallace and Gromit. Yeah, Wallace. And but see, that was later. Was it? Yeah. Are you sure? It was after this. I'm almost positive it was. Mm. Wallace and Gromit. Yeah, because I know, that, I know Wallace and Gromit had been around for a while. Let me look. Let me, yeah. Before I because but it wasn't until the you know maybe here it, it wasn't until like the early 2000s that yeah but that's a British show I know Wallace and Gromit. Which I love Wallace and Gromit. Okay, so the earliest thing I have. Oh, no, Wallace and Gromit. Is this. 89. I'm seeing there was a short. There's a Wallace and Gromit, uh, a grand day out was in 89. It was a short. Yep. But then the next thing was in 93, was the Wallace and Gromit, the wrong trousers. Both of those are great. And of course, you know, the Curse of the Were Rabbit was like in 05. You know, yeah. but I, I know that they, I know that yeah. they had been around. There was a there was a Wallace and Gromit matter of loaf and be, and death in in 08. 
Wallace and Gromit a close shave in 95. So it looks like 89 was the first Wallace and Gromit yeah. stuff. Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously it, it's this, I forget how long this was in a long pre-production trying to get it because it took a long time yeah. to. So it's kind of one of those, they were kind of around the same time yeah. ish. Yeah. Wallace and Gromit would have been out more than likely around the time that they were doing pre-production yeah. on this to get it in theaters. But I understand why people like this movie. I really do. You know, like I said, I love the aesthetics of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was even last night while I was sitting watching. You know, just again, it kind of goes back to the thing that we've we've said several times about practical effects. Yeah, you know, thirty years later, they still hold up really well. Yeah, <laughs> you know, if this had been like the cell shade or not cell shaded, but the um, like early CG stuff. Yeah, it would been. It, it would look terrible now. I yeah. mean, absolutely terrible. I actually want a little bit more story about the band that goes wandering through the town and. The band was really interesting because I like the... That was one of the things I really liked whenever he's trying to explain to them and he's playing Jingle Bells on the bells. Yeah. And then they start playing it and it's it's in there, a but it's just... Yeah, it's in a minor key. And the same thing when they're doing Here Comes Santa Claus. Yeah. And it's like, again, it's in a minor key, so it's just off enough to where it's like, oh, I understand what it is, but there's something just not right about it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is one of those yeah. things I love about minor keys. It's like you take, you drop it in a minor key and it's like... I know that song, but it's but it's wrong. weird. It's yeah. Like, yeah, it feels creepy all of a sudden. You know, and, and the fact that he refers to him as Bone Daddy. Yes, I was like, yeah. What What's great is my my sisters know that I've got an affinity for this movie, mm-hmm. and they're the types that will every three or four years they'll go to Disney. Yeah. And they usually end up bringing me back two or three of the Jack Skellington pins, mm-hmm. you know, because the pin collector thing at Disney is yeah, insane. I know that's a but my little sister thing. at one point got me a a stock a, a sock hat for wintertime mm-hmm. that just says Bone Daddy on. Oh, there you go. So, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't I didn't really care for I don't have any love for Jack and Sally. But a lot of the screw you. Whoa, 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 whoa. But a lot of those little side characters, yeah. you know, like the band and um, Zero, obviously. Yeah. Um, Which most people don't realize that his nose, mm-hmm. the reason it glows the way it does, if you can get a, if you can get the TV stopped and actually look at it close up, it's a jack o' lantern. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I also like the whole. You know, she's trying to stop him and like sets the fog off, and then it, yeah. it goes in that whole Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer thing. Exactly. Where it's like, hey, Zero, get up front. You know, um, I did like the sequence when he's going and delivering presents, and they keep calling the everybody, oh, bad toys. Yeah, we're, that, you're like the third person we've heard from. Yeah, yeah. And like all that kind of stuff. You can really tell the stop motion and a lot of that stuff. Yeah, and there are certain places where you can really see it. Like, oh, okay, yeah, this. But it's really pretty seamless throughout a lot of the rest of it. You know, there, there are a couple little places here and there. If you're looking, you'll catch it. But yeah. it's not enough to distract you from anything. But Again, it, it's it not kinda, like a lot of that early CGI that just looks it, terrible. It's kind of what builds the aesthetic and the vibe, though, is that it's a little jerky, mm-hmm. which makes it a little yeah. off. Which Just a little. It, and it's usually up close. Like, whenever it's up close to something, yeah. you can see it more than, like, when it's kind of a, a wide shot. Yeah. of everything and uh, I, I also like the the way the mayor his head spins around yeah, well, get, and, don't you get it he's a mayor so he's two-faced. oh and he's two-faced yeah. I, exactly uh, I will say this 
I don't understand Oogie Boogie at all. I I, I was just like this. So he's a degenerate gambler, and it's <laughs> that's kind of all of his character. It's like well, he's also uh, the most violent. Uh, was he? Yeah. I mean, it's I just I don't know. I just he's such a small part of the movie. He really he's hardly in any of yeah. it. Yeah. And it's just kind of one of those, again, it's kind of like, oh, I have this cool character that I want to put in here, but I don't really have a story for him, so we'll just throw him in here for a few scenes, and he's torturing Santa. And, yeah, it just, eh, all right, you know, and... <laughs> I had built so much goodwill there for a few minutes, and now we're back to that again. <laughs> I'll tell you something I did think of while I was watching this. I'm starting this. to think this should be a video podcast so people can see exactly how disappointed and disgusted I was watching the movie last night and I was thinking about like all of the the holidays Mm -hmm. the trees Mm -hmm. and I started to think about the two of the holidays that are on those trees Christmas and Easter are very Christian holidays and I was like what if Jack wandered into Easter town and decided that he needed to die on a cross He wanted to become Jesus instead of Santa Claus or whatever. <laughs> it's like, this would have been interesting movies if we went there. <laughs> Views of Alex Smith are not representative of all those on the podcast, the producers, or any of the other people like, standing around as random talking about bystanders. Some, talk about a couple of dark movies if they really wanted to lean into that stuff. <laughs> or maybe, Or maybe there's a May Day. And they have to do a human sacrifice. <laughs> I think I quit. I think I quit the podcast at this point. I think I'm done. I think I'm done. Mm. I want to see Jack and Sally do, I want them to do a remake of the lottery with starring Jack and Sally. <laughs> yep. Yep. I quit. That's it. I'm done. You cannot never go wrong with a Flannery O'Connor. Come on. I mean, that is. <laughs> I quit. I'm not doing this podcast anymore. Uh, was that Flannery O'Connor that wrote the diary of the lottery? Is that right? I I don't even care. At this or was point. it Shirley Jackson? I think it was Shirley Jackson that wrote the lottery. I, I was, I, yeah. So it doesn't matter. You you. I, I'm out. <laughs> I could think of some really interesting stuff that they could they could do stories with this. It just I'm, I'm packing my gear. I'm out of here. Especially that May Day. People don't remember that May Day is actually a pagan holiday where they you know actually you know go and they perform a ritual sacrifice. That would be very interesting uh, Disney movie. So. <laughs> I'm sure Tim Burton would make it whimsical, but still. <laughs> I don't like you. It's Oktoberfest. We got to get a little grim. I mean, come on. It's a... I don't. I don't like you. <laughs> I don't like you at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, guys, go and check out. All of our social media. All of our social media. And yes, there is a email address if you must address this, or you can just hit us up on social media, especially, you know, uh, uh, Discord, because we're, yeah, we're always there, or Instagram either way, or X if you're, if you're into that. Torches and pitchforks, that direction. (laughs) I'm just trying to help. 
to help. Trying to help. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help Tim Burton make actual compelling story. So it's, uh, and then I think I could probably put something together that would definitely create a lot of, uh, of talk about. <laughs> I think you misspelled animosity. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, go check out all of our social media and, um, Nightmare Before Christmas is available on Disney Plus. Is yes. that right? Um, there's two versions. There's the regular version, and then there's the single. I version. actually, do you own a Blu-ray copy of this? I yes, I do. Okay, as you already say, you're getting ready to if you don't, because uh, I picked up a copy of it, brand new. Matter of fact, that um, was still in the shrink wrap that had both versions of it on there, and. Um, uh, yeah, because there's a sing-along version yeah. as well, and I know it's it actually there. has like a bouncing jack-o'-lantern right, head that right. bounces along as you're. Again, along. that's the type of stuff I like. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I could, I could totally get behind yeah, a sing-along version of this, but I just don't really care for the rest of the non, the non-singing parts. So I'm really, I'm really surprised that they haven't worked this into something else over the years. I know Tim Burton kind of holds on to it pretty pretty tightly mm-hmm. but i'm just really surprised they haven't produced more stories in and around didn't they do like an oogie boogie story or something i don't know i, I want to say that they may they have. probably did but yeah I, it seems like there was oogie boogies something or other or i could be completely wrong about that i'm not even gonna look it up no i don't care don't bother <laughs> dave's like i just want to get out of this episode i'm, I'm, I'm done I'm with this done. episode I'm like done. 20 it's minutes ago <laughs> you're a jerk <laughs> It wouldn't be the first time somebody said that, and it wouldn't be the worst thing anybody's ever told me. So. Oh, there's going to be worse <laughs> once you turn off the microphones. So, guys, uh, go check t- out social medias, and we will be back with more Oktoberfest goodness, and we have we got some surprises. we got a surprise coming up, we're hoping. We, we, we we're hoping. Not, so. we, 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 we may be done after this. <laughs> I may not be back. Well, I may have you replaced. So. <laughs> wouldn't be the first time. So, guys, I'm Alan Smith. I'm Big Dave. <laughs> we will see you next time. You're a jerk. Hello there, the angel from my nightmare, the shadow in the background of the moor, the unsuspecting victim of darkness in the valley. We can live like Jack and Sally if we want, where you can always find me. And we'll have Halloween on Christmas, and in the night we'll wish this never ends. We'll wish this never ends.